0: Think about who are the people that are going to support me in this, mm-hmm. and and it may change your friend group. It yeah. may change the people you have around you. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, and and the people that are that really care for you and that are really going to be the right people for you, they're going to rise up with you.
1: Welcome to The Jen Kennedy Show. I'm your host, Jen, an entrepreneur, a mentor, and a speaker who believes that the more impact you make in this world, the more income you make as a result. Each week, we will provide you with tools, strategies, and stories from myself and other entrepreneurs who have created a big impact in this world and grew their income because of it. If you're an entrepreneur dedicated to your growth and wanting to change more people's lives, this podcast is for you. It is time for you to grow your impact, scale your income, and unapologetically live the life you want as a result. Let's go. Hello, Happy Friday Feels Tribe. I am so excited today because it's an in-person podcast. There's nothing like in-person podcast because you can literally sit across from a human and talk to them versus see their face in Zoom. And today I have God, who are you to me? A friend, my favorite realtor on the planet, someone who helped us sell this house and just such an incredible soul, Bethany Reyes, who happens to be Bethany, okay, let's let's go back. We were like we started off as like acquaintances at a gym. Correct. Yeah, yep. I was like how does she have so many abs in one <laughs> stomach? Not kidding, guys. This is literally the thoughts that go through my head, <laughs> and just like got to know each other there, and we're gonna dive. We're gonna dive so deep into this later, um, and then it came around. We connected, had uh, some coffee dates, had some great ideas. We have a shared passion of helping people, similar background, and then it came to selling our house, and I, you were the only person that popped in my head. I was literally like, nope. I just, and how many realtors do I know? Um, like Probably there's realtors 10. in every yeah. corner, literally everywhere. And it was like, not, it was a no brainer. I was like, no, absolutely. Like this is the experience this is going to be. And it was the best experience ever. We sold our home in like, I feel like one minute and got way above asking price. But regardless of like how much money we got to make and like the, the, the process of it was so much fun because it was with you oh. and I'm so grateful for you and I'm so grateful that we're here recording this because we're about to bring so much wisdom to these humans.
0: And I am so grateful for you because you are 100% my ideal client, and so I'm super, super. <laughs> well, that grateful. worked well. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, it's 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 just as great to have clients that are patient and yeah. understanding and trusting, yeah, um, as it is the other way around. So I appreciate yeah. you guys too a lot.
1: Oh, it's so funny how that works, right? Like. Ideal client, ideal realtor. Mm -hmm. Like, isn't that business? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so Mm -hmm. before we dive in, because I have like a million questions and so many things I can't wait to dive in about. Who are you? You're obviously a realtor. How did you get there? Dive in and tell us about it.
0: So I actually uh, went to school to be a clinical social worker. I graduated (laughs) He, he, you know, similar to Jen, we plan A was not what you're doing right (laughs) now is not what I'm doing. This was not like you alluded to plan B, C, or D. I had no idea that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, no idea that I wanted to own my own business. Um, I had a good friend of mine, Kay Houghton, who, if you are, I will plug her real quick because she's, (laughs) she is, um, the person who brought me into this realm. She has an incredible business out in DC Mm -hmm. and I was like oh my gosh, like I was just loved watching what was happening mm. with her. And, you know, we talk on the phone and she said, Bethany, you can do this. Mm. You can do this. So she believed in me. Um, and I think that a lot of us start in that place where we have that person who can believe in us before we can really believe in ourselves. I love that. Yeah. Um, and I just she, got the chills. Yeah. And she, she was such a badass woman who made such good decisions financially mm. that I said, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to do it. So I, at night, you know, I'm a single mom and uh, now I don't use that term anymore because I'm a power mom. It's one Mm. of the things that I've worked with my business coach on is I call myself a power mom Mm -hmm. now. Um, But, you know, one income and worked for the school district and I was so unhappy. Um, Worked, 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 really wanted to help kids and help people and got into this profession to be able to do a lot of good and just felt like... Um, it was at my own expense and yeah. at the expense of my child. and mm. and when once you have a kid, you know you might martyr yourself, but you won't throw your child under the bus too. Yeah. So I would come home and I'd say, Gabe, you can be anything you want to be when you grow up. Hmm. you and you can always demand respect out of people. You teach people how to treat you, you yeah. know, and all the things that we say to our kids. And then I would go into my room and I would cry because mm. I wasn't doing that. yeah. And I thought, I can't have this discrepancy in my mm. life. I felt torn. And, yeah. and as he got older, he would say, Mom, but your, your <laughs> boss is a jerk. And did you teach him how to treat you? And I'm like, oh, crap. Totally coming back around on me, which if you're a mom, you totally understand. Um, and I was like, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm going to come up with a plan. Yeah. So. Uh, when when you when you have a child you become superhuman in a lot of ways mm. and this was one of those things where I just decided at one point that I was not gonna be um, a victim anymore to yeah. my situation and that I was going to try something new and if I failed that I would at least be able to tell my son that I tried mm-hmm. um, and and to show him to have guts to take risks mm. so, Um, and I think deep down inside, I knew I wouldn't fail, Yeah. but there's just a ton of fear that you have to push through to get to that.
1: Yeah. Well, especially when it's also not only you, it's your, Mm -hmm. you have to feed
0: your son. Right. Yeah. And I just bought a house. I wasn't a real estate agent, but I loved buying the house. I loved working on my house. I loved a lot about the process, except for, you know, there was a lot to be left a lot of support that I feel like I needed that mm. I didn't get. And mm-hmm. so it started getting me thinking about things. Um, I took my real estate license uh, at night from 10 to 11 p.m., 11.30 p.m. Every night I would get home exhausted from working two jobs. I'd pop yeah. up open my computer and I did what I could and I finished it. Um, and I started in May, and I worked for the school district still. So I said, "Okay, I'm going to be a real estate agent from May to June for till the end of August." And at August, I'm going to decide if I'm going to quit my job or not. Yeah. And it's actually the exact same trajectory that my uncle did, and now yeah. he is like a huge uh, commercial real estate broker in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um. And I got to August, I hadn't sold a house, <clears throat> and I was like. But I couldn't go back, yeah, because I knew what it felt like to be in a job where I got to make my own schedule, where I got to put, I got to create. What's great about, you know, real estate, and a lot of people don't think of it as a small business, mm-hmm. um, but you have the ability to create the experience for your clients however you want it yeah. to be. You, oh yeah, it's the flexibility that your imagination is there. Yeah, and I loved going into an office where people were kind and respectful mm-hmm. and wanting to help me. Nobody was holding me accountable other than myself. Yeah. Um, and I knew it was going to come. Mm. So I had to take a leap. And for the first year, I was asking my friends to clean their houses. I was waitressing in a place that I wouldn't even eat at. Yeah. Um, yeah. And people would say, you have a master's degree from Michigan? And I said, yep, I do. Yeah. And I said, I will live in a, like a very small Winnebago, not as nice as your RV. (laughs) And I will, I will be disconnected from everything and take my son and travel to Europe and, and have a different life if this doesn't work, because I won't go back to a life that's a fraud. Mm. I won't do it anymore Mm -hmm. because I, I can't do it for myself now that I'm out of it. Yeah. Um, And I think sometimes, you know, as women, we are stuck in certain, uh, cultural norms yeah. that are were taught that these are the professions you can be in. Yes. These are the things that yeah. you're allowed to do. Helping profession is one of them. Teachers, mm-hmm. social workers, nurses. nurses. And it's not that there's anything wrong with that, but mm-hmm. we're not given examples of business women. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I grew up, my mom was a teacher, my stepmom was a social worker, both very hard workers, mm-hmm. both amazing women, but I didn't have an example of what a businesswoman was. So I had a lot of Um, barriers that I had to break through with my mindset and the way that I thought about me being able to be a businesswoman. So if you're somebody out there who is in a job where you don't see yourself as a businesswoman, like I'm going to tell you, like you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I did it. Yeah. There's, I mean, I am a very, very special person. (laughs) I am deeply, deeply special, but There's nothing I have that you don't have. Yeah. I'm not that special. I always say that. And Anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. Yeah. If I can do it, anyone can do it. Yep. Um, And... I just never I never saw it coming. But then once I got into it, I was like, I could be really good at this. Yeah. There's people that aren't as talented as me, yeah, that don't care as much as me, that don't work as hard as much as me, yeah that are doing this. Yeah. And I could do it way better. Yeah. And I could I could sell from a place of Adding value, yep. Having impact in yep. their in their life, a positive relationship with them, yeah. And I'm going to create this referral business that people are going to be jealous of, and yeah. I'm going to create a business with ideal clients. I started mm. learning about all this stuff that I never knew about, yeah. And I got to move away from everything that was icky about yeah. selling into everything that felt good yeah. and from your heart, yeah. Um, and and that's how I did it. Just little. By little. And uh, the first couple of years, I, I hear this a lot from entrepreneurs. Um, the first couple of years, you know, you, there's some sacrifice. Yeah. There's some, there's, I didn't have as much time with my son as I probably wanted to. I had to work with people like, well, you have to work weekends, you have to work nights. Yeah. Yes. And I said, yeah. Called like, the grind. I get to decide <laughs> that I'm doing that. Yeah. So there's something freeing about that yeah. rather than somebody but saying, you also get like Monday off. Right. And I also yeah. don't have to sit through meetings that have, are about yeah. nothing. <laughs> Like how many of you are sitting through meetings about a meeting, about another meeting, yeah. about something that nothing, and then nothing comes out of the meeting. Yeah. I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I don't have to do any of that anymore. So I get a lot of time back. Yeah. Um, but now I'm in a place where I get to start creating and, and maneuvering and changing my business in a way where I, I don't miss my son's soccer games. Yeah. I get to sleep in. Two days a week. Yeah. I get to do these things, you yeah. know? And I never would have had that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, and I'm going to say this, and it's kind of funny, but it's not funny, is when I went to leave my job, a lot of the women, I worked with mostly women, yeah, they said, what are you going to do about health insurance? Oh, always. Oh my God. The freaking health when insurance. When Pat quit his job,
1: are, are, are you guys going to be okay with that health insurance? Right. It's like, oh dear.
0: And what was crazy is when I went back and looked at my check, yes. I was paying a lot for health insurance. Yeah. But the idea of that I was going to bind myself down with things that didn't serve me mm-hmm. or that didn't mm-hmm. let me grow or that were unhealthy relationships, yes. you know, because I was in therapy at that point and my therapist said, you got to leave that job. Yeah. It's, it's unhealthy. It can be toxic. It's toxic for A lot of people's jobs are so toxic yeah. for them. Yeah. And he, and he said... He even said, I won't charge you for that because I was like, well, I'm going to lose you because I'm going to lose my health insurance. Mm. And he said, we will figure it out. Yeah. You will do what you need to do for you. Yeah. So if you have ideas that, you know, you can't have health insurance or retirement or all these different things, I make (laughs) three, four times as much. Yep as i made before yeah. i can easily pay for the health insurance that for i sure. want. for sure and it's really not that expensive when it's you actually really look not. at it yeah. it's not yeah it's, it's like this it's like this thing that like people it hold, they hold it over yes. your head yeah so i think in a, in a lot of professions they it's slightly an abusive relationship in my opinion because yeah. they cut you off from reality mm-hmm. so they teach you that you should be grateful yeah for things That are bare minimums. Yeah. That you should be grateful that you get the summer off. Yeah. That you should be grateful that you get health insurance. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's so far out of the norm. Yeah. Once you're able to get out of that toxic relationship and see the abundance that's around you and the opportunities that are around Mm -hmm. you in every way, it's insane. Yeah. That you stayed in that before. Yes. And so, same, same, yes. I meet so many women, and I'm sure you do too, Mm -hmm. that are like, I'm like, you're a businesswoman. Yeah. And they're like, well, no, I'm, you know, I'm a teacher. I didn't go to business school. Yeah. And it's like, no, you are, you work harder than anyone I know. You're organized. You have all these things. So, anyone can do it, um, and it will totally change your life. It takes, one thing that I think every entrepreneur knows, is that if you're not willing to grow um interpersonally, yeah, that your business will no. will not succeed or you'll hit a limit to what you're able yep. to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your so, own your business
1: your business and your income will only go to the extent that you right.
0: do. so if you are someone who doesn't and this is what I tell people as they're wanting to get into real estate or become an entrepreneur, if you're somebody who doesn't like to look at your own shit. Yeah. So I don't know if I can swear on that. Oh them, yeah, but, God okay. yeah. My, um, if you're not right, to people <laughs> if you're not wanting to look at your own issues, if you're not wanting to grow, if you're not wanting to really evaluate yourself, mm-hmm. then it's not the right career for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because Absolutely. you're not gonna you're not gonna enjoy it. You're not mm-hmm. gonna grow. You're not gonna make what you want. Yeah. But I, you know, being a social worker and my heart's always the social worker. Yeah. Um, I was excited to grow yeah. and to be in. And a space where I got to become whoever I wanted to become.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. And now that's like who you are now Mm -hmm. is, I mean, let's see, I wrote these down. Guys, I wrote these down because (laughs) I didn't want to be, I didn't want to mess these numbers up. So you are in the top 20% of like the biggest brokerage. Which, you guys, I literally didn't understand what a brokerage was. It's pretty much like a company. Okay, let's just call it that <laughs> for, all, for those over. So you're these top
0: 20% and you're number six. Yeah, I just the points report came out, I guess, and um, I didn't look at it yet. My best friend did, and he's like, you know you're like number six right now yeah. out of 300 solo agents, I believe. Yeah, So
1: number six, and you were just in May, a the top sales agent which you guys remember, do you guys remember May? What happened? Some of us kind of tuned May, March, April, and May. Some some people just tuned out the whole spring. So you were the top agent during COVID-19. Like you sold the number, like the top number of houses during a pandemic when people literally couldn't even go into houses. That's insane. And then not only all of those accomplishments, but you actually, like right now it is, what is it, October? Yeah, it is October. October right now you have doubled last year's revenue
0: right so i'm on track so our business is 30 to 60 days out yeah right um and i'm on track to double i was five i sold five million last year um and i'm on track to sell 10 million this year yeah and i do not have a full-time employee yet so yes it's just me and i have like a you person. and you and you and
1: you And like top 20%, like number six, I was over 300. So just, I mean, you left your job back in 2014 and you, I love that you, you said that before we like recorded, like, no, I legit like cleaned my friend's toilets for like a year. Mm -hmm. Like that's like what I did to who you are now. What, how, like how, like, you know, so many people my this is my my favorite question but also my least favorite question. It's my favorite question because I believe that the question gives people so much opportunity to grow when they ask mm-hmm. it. And that's the question of how. Mm-hmm. And I think that so many people get paralyzed in how that they never actually take the next steps needed to get you there. Like so many people right now are like, what the wait, you doubled your business in in a year and you are sitting at number 6 and you're in the top 20% of a company like how it's like People want to know that, yet they feel paralyzed by their own how. So, like how, what would be some of the top things and how you've gotten here in your growth? Because you are such a well-known like agent
0: right now. It's so ironic that you use the word paralyzing, right? Yeah. So um, one of the things that my mother. Always says to me, "Is just keep moving. Yeah, just keep moving, Bethany. Just keep moving. Yeah, whether if I'm sick or I'm upset or whatever it is, I'm struggling. Yeah. Um, and for me, starting off, I had to have, I needed somebody to believe in me. Mm -hmm. You know, I needed to see that vision in someone. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have, you all have Jen. You have other people in your life that if you can't see yourself as that person yet, yeah, let. See yourself as a version of them. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I mean, I go into the gym. I'm going to tell you a little trick of mine. <laughs> I don't think Please I've ever do. said this out yeah. loud. So there's some really incredible CrossFit athletes and yeah. uh, these women that lift these incredible amounts. And when it gets really heavy, I, I get scared. Yeah, I, I still do. So I'm not me anymore. I'm Brooke Enns. Yeah. So she is a woman. Yeah, so when I'm not able to carry myself, yeah. when I'm pushing to a grow, and, and that continues to happen as I grow because that's growth. Mm-hmm. So I can get myself so far. And then once I get there, I I, I really lean on coaches. Yeah. Uh, I have a great real estate coach. I started with her this year. She's also mm-hmm. a power mom mm-hmm. and she's also a CrossFitter, ironically. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I lean on people that know more than me yeah. and realize uh, I am a, I am a very, my mom, my mom from when I was little, I'm very bossy. Like I am a bossy woman, you know, and I'm okay with that. It's part of my zone of genius, yeah. right? is my bossiness. But yeah. I also, I really understand that when I don't know something, yes. I don't know something. Yeah. And there are systems and models mm-hmm. laid out before you. So if there's something that you want to do, You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. And that's one thing that my company has really taught me is like, and what you're doing in your academy too, is like, hey, you have to have your zone of genius, your product, the thing that, and you put your energy towards this. And this is how you're going to make it happen. Yeah. So with each growth that I have, I'm hiring a coach. I'm hiring a marketing person. Mm -hmm. I'm doing those things. But that initial first step, Mm -hmm. I am going to tell you, it is the hardest. Isn't it? It's the hardest. And I don't wish to be back there at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's where you get the biggest, for lack of a word, high from. Yeah. Because it will completely change your life. So it may mean... I am I, because the, I'm a social worker. I like to break everything down to attainable goals. Yeah. So you can't set a goal. I couldn't start real estate and say, oh, "I'm going to send us uh, uh, sell ten million this year." Yeah. I mean, I could have, but I knew I was. I had a child. Your brain's like liar, liar, right, right, right. 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 <laughs> well, I had a child. I had limitations yeah. to how much I could invest into my business. be. Yeah. So I had to. I had to be a little gritty in the beginning. Yeah. Um. And that's okay. But I set an attainable goal. I created success and then I raised the goal. Yeah. So that's a very social work model. We we were going to break it down to a goal, have objectives. So if you want to change your life, let's say basic, you hate your job, mm-hmm. hate your job. Okay. What do you enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. What do you enjoy doing? Yeah. Like, What do you truly enjoy doing? What gets you up in the morning? at the break of dawn, if you could do it, you know, what is it that you love Mm -hmm. that you have a lot of energy for? Yeah. Um, start with that and then find somebody that's doing something that goes along with that, that Mm -hmm. you enjoy. What are they doing? How they do it? Like you don't have to figure it all out on your own. And, um, you know, and it was, we were talking about earlier today, I was doing my, you know, business planning program through Keller Williams. And we are talking about who you're spending time with. Yeah. So I think, not only being able to come up with a short you know short attainable goals things you want to do who are you surrounding yourself with mm-hmm. so are you in toxic relationships mm-hmm. are you because when you want to break away from things yeah people will try to double down on you oh yeah and they're going to like gonna don't get, leave. Yeah. They don't <laughs> yeah. want they don't want you to cr- rise to the top. They yeah. want you to stay down where you're at yep. because that's where they're at. Mm-hmm. And if you rise up, it makes them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um but you have to do what's best for you. Yeah, you have to st-
1: like put yeah. those blinders up you have to and put, like
0: really stay yeah. in that lane o- in, in your own lane. And they're going to give you If you didn't already have all the negative self-talk in your head, they're going to give you tons of it.
1: Oh my God. So So much that you would never even think Mm -hmm. for yourself. Mm -hmm. I remember when I, when I first started like my first business and I was out even, even the second one, like I was like putting myself on Instagram, like all, all of the Mm -hmm. things. And I remember there were people that I would see daily. Like they were part of my daily life and they would say things to me that, just completely like I never even had those fears or those thoughts and then all of a sudden I had those fears and the thoughts and I was like like somebody asked me you do understand like that you have to like like pay taxes like you do understand you have to manage your money right and I had never even been fearful of paying taxes because in my world I was like yeah, it's just just a part of it. And then all of a sudden, it was like I was I was like being suffocated. And I was like, oh, what if I can't do that? What if I do that? You know, like, what if I what if I have to pay back tax? What if I mess up? What if this? And it was just like all of a sudden they gave me that fear. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness I have people and I have a spouse that supports me because I came home and I was like Pat, I'm I'm stressed out about this. And he's like, whose whose belief is that? And I was like, oh, you're right all right, not mine. Because you're right, when you when you start to grow, people will try to bring you down to keep them comfortable. And they think that they're trying to keep you safe, but they're really not. And and if you don't have that strong inner drive and that strength to like, and that confidence, it's really confidence mm-hmm. and worthiness that I'm going to mm-hmm. keep going, it'll stop you.
0: Yeah. And, and I think that they, in their their way are tr- are coming from a place of caring for you yeah and then also coming from a place where they they're probably unhappy also yeah so you can have um empathy for them and understanding for them and prepare for that so yes. I, you know I would come up with a plan I would look ar- look around you and think about who are the people that are going to support me in mm-hmm. this. And and it may change your friend group. It may change the people you have around you. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. And and the people that are that really care for you and that are really gonna be the right people for you, they're gonna rise up with you. And you're gonna be so surprised Mm -hmm. because you're gonna go, wait, oh you, you're gonna come with me. Like I'm so excited. I didn't know you were gonna come. Like if not somebody I would have thought. Yeah. Um find somebody who's doing what you do, you know, in that plan, create you know, the environment and the support around you that's going to nourish you so that you can do that. So I had my mom who, you know, God bless her heart. She never did anything like this. Yeah. But I think that she was so excited. She was scared. She was very scared for me. Very, very scared for me. But she also knew that she needed to be supportive of me Mm -hmm. and she needed to be strong for me when I couldn't. So when I would cry and say, I don't know if I can do this. Maybe I'm not supposed to do this. I haven't sold a house. I got to go clean my friend's toilets. I got a waitress. You know, it's okay. It's okay. You're doing this. You're doing this. Just keep going. Just keep going. She would tell me that. And I think having that rock, having that person, whoever it is, and if it's your mentor or whoever it is, having those people around you, having coaches, creating. I think of like... Because in, in my logo, so my hashtag on Instagram, my handle is better with Bethany. So you guys can follow me and my website is better with Bethany. And you'll see in my logo, there's a little, little leaf. Yeah. So I'm all about growth, financial growth. Yeah. Um, all the different types of growth that we can have in our lifetime. And that's how I, if you want to take a jump, you need to make sure that you have your environment set up for success. So, so you true. need people around you. Yeah. You need coaches. You need, and then there's messy action, which yeah. I've really embraced. Yeah, because I was like, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. This and this, I'm gonna mess up. And in real estate, you take your course, and yeah. they throw you to the wolves. Yeah, and you have to learn case by case, yeah. case by case. So I became the best learner I could be. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and that's and and try and when I messed up, I took responsibility yes. for it. Yeah, and I learned from it, and I mm-hmm. did better. Yeah, but like. The first step is the hardest. Yeah. It really is. I always say
1: that. I, I always say the beginning is the absolute hardest. And there are like there are new levels of difficulties mm-hmm. and of struggles and of things that you have to overcome. But the first is so hard because it's you don't have that proof of concept that it's possible yet. Yeah. And so you're just like, you're going out on and just a complete whim and you're like, I think, I think that this is gonna work and you're like just borrowing other people's beliefs and trying to see yourself, and the second that you that you start and it actually starts to work, it becomes so much easier. Yeah. What if you have? Because I know that you had this. What if you have? And so many amazing like juice. You guys could literally go listen to that over and over and over and over again. Like those just like surround yourself with the environment. Like just keep going. Growth mindset. Like because you will it, being the best learner ever. There's you will never know it all. You will always, always, always learn and evolve and you have to be committed to that. I think the Absolutely. people who end up failing is are the ones who think that they have it all. They've invested in themselves. They've had one coach or one program, whatever. They watched the one freaking YouTube video and then they're like, I've got this. I've got this. I can just do this. And it's like, no, with every new level, there's a, there's a new devil. There's a new thing that you need but you said I kind of want to unpack it because I think it's so common and even not even in the beginning. Like I have a lot of my clients, a lot of a lot of people who have thriving businesses and they're like yeah, but, but my spouse doesn't support me mm-hmm. or my parents don't support me or like they they thought they had the environment and then all of a sudden they don't anymore. How do, how have you
0: been able to navigate that? Um well, I dumped them and <laughs> I but that's a huge thing. No, I mean, here's the thing: is that with growth, yeah, um, some you outgrow some people yeah. in some situations and yeah. some environments. Um, I went from being in an abusive marriage, being debilitated by my PTSD, to being able to end relationships that I knew weren't serving me, which I never was able to do. I was yeah. never able to be the person that ended a relationship. Yeah. I was never able to, um, I had to fix people. I had to hold on to people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't want to lose anyone. Yeah. So I held on to everybody. And I really realized now that everybody's path is different and mm-hmm. it doesn't work for them either. Yeah. You know? So, but with parents, um, and people that you can't dump necessarily <laughs> is like you know I think being assertive and 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 what type of messaging they say around mm-hmm. me you know if you haven't read uh, Glennon Doyle's book Untamed oh, yeah. I love her book yeah. she talks about you become I'm, I'm going to slaughter the quote a little bit yeah. but um, you become the best mother you can be yeah. when you become a disruptive or disobedient child yeah right so sometimes. Yeah. We grow beyond where our parents are at, yeah. and so even in the parenting of our kids, but with business too, um, there's lots of relationships that I've had to look at and say, "Is this person going to grow with me? Mm. Like, or even if it's on their own path?" Yeah. Um, but a good caveat to that is sometimes as an entrepreneur, you know, and in my industry the role that I uh, have as the visionary we're called the rainmaker yeah and rainmakers we oftentimes forget to invite people along yeah so that's one thing I've had to realize in my new relationship um, and with my parents and stuff is invite them along mm-hmm. maybe they just need an invitation yeah and maybe they they need to know what to be excited for yeah. and how to be supportive yeah. you know we have to teach people things mm-hmm. you know um a lot of times people just don't know. Yeah. They don't know. And then if you offer that invitation and mm-hmm. it's not accepted, then that, that it tells you something either way. Yep. So yeah. I think, you know, if you, uh, and uh, one thing I've also gotten better at and I continue to work on relentlessly is trusting myself. Mm. You know, Yeah. when we're young, all the things that we are naturally, we're told not to be. You Know, don't be bossy, don't be loud, don't have such a strong mm. opinion. Don't that was me, don't be too much. Yeah, don't be too much. Yeah, you like walk into a room, you always have to be too much. Yeah, um, and now I've embraced that. Yeah. Now, in other ways, I can be quiet and I can listen and I can be empathetic and I can be other aspects For of sure. me, but I listen to myself. If in my gut mm. that relationship doesn't feel good, whether mm. it's a, a girlfriend, a boyfriend. A co worker. Yeah. I trust myself. Yeah. I trust myself. Yeah. That I make good decisions. Mm-hmm. I have, like, I repeat it in my head I mm-hmm. make good decisions. Yeah. You can, you, Bethany, you got you. Yeah. You know, and so as women, we have intu- intuition that was, we're told that we do towards our children, but we have intuition beyond that. Oh, yeah. So much, so much of it. So pay attention. Listen. Yeah.
1: I think that's, it's so, I always say that like my gut is the thing that always got me here. Like it told me mm-hmm. to end a relationship, it told me to leave, it told me to do, do everything that I do up until this point in my life. And the times that I didn't listen to it, or the times that I was tired, or sick, mm-hmm. or run down, or just like I some, like I hit a wall,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or I failed right. to a point where I was like, wait, what? What's the message here? And I love that. I love when I when I asked you about like about that question, and you just it was. Do you guys? understand how nonchalant that was of like (laughs) you just dump them and then you just literally just moved on because like that is the and that that was like I when I ended my relationship before I I met Pat um I dated a guy for six years amazing human great human but my gut was just like you gotta go you gotta go and so so often we're like well if it's a relationship that's holding us back and really truly that person like Guys, we can't expect that our spouses are going to grow in the same capacity. And you guys know this. If you've listened to any of the podcasts that Pat's been on, you guys know that. We don't grow in the same capacity. However, we're both dedicated to growth. But if you have someone that's literally not allowing you to like live out your purpose and be happy, they have to go. Mm-hmm. And I love like, truly how nonchalant that was where you were just like, no. You just dump them. Yeah. It's like, is it best for you?
0: You're not living someone else's life. You're living your own. And that's, to me, that's ultimate love. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, and I say it like, I just dump them, you know, because it's, it's funny. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, you know, it's it's best for both people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do anyone any good. And I, and I used to do couples counseling, which let me tell Did you. Did you really? Oh, I oh, didn't not know that. Yes. I so when I left I the, had no idea. Yeah, when I left oh, the die. school, I did per diem work and yeah. so they everybody needs couples counselors because it's a rough job. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you'll notice a lot is exactly what you were saying. Everybody's path is different. Mm-hmm. But if you guys are if people are both wanting to grow, um, but to have discourse and if you think you're doing them a favor by keeping them in Locked into a relationship that isn't serving them, yeah, or isn't making them happy. Mm. Like, why is it hurtful? I mean, it's gonna hurt because it's the end of something, but I see it as like the ultimate love. I love you so much, yeah, that I don't want to make you who I want, Mm -hmm. I want you to be able to be who you are. So true, and therefore, being able to be more myself, yeah, you know, and in my current relationship you know he is who he is mm-hmm. and he's on his own path and i'm satisfied that he's on a path mm-hmm. and i'm satisfied and i'm happy and he he somehow is this magical unicorn of a man who met me and said you this is going to be your biggest year yet when i met him mm-hmm. he didn't know anything about me mm-hmm. i'm like you don't know me you don't know <laughs> me you know and like so meet that person that A hundred percent believes in you. Mm -hmm. And even if their path is different, even if, I mean, you don't want to be with a rainmaker too. You want to be with somebody who compliments you, but like somebody who believes in you and who's going to, you know, who's going to help you get up when you fall down, who's going to, and that's really what it's about. You're not doing anyone any favors by locking them into something, trying to women. We do this a lot as we try to fit, Men into what we think they should be Mm -hmm. or what we want them to be. Just find somebody that you actually like who they are. Yeah. Um, Yes. And uh, and if they're already growing and changing, you know they're going to continue to grow mm-hmm. and change. But if they're not somebody who's in a growth mindset yeah. to try to convince somebody, that's not your job. Yep. You're not their mother. Yep. So you can you yeah. know, you know can move on. <laughs> I say that all the time.
1: Our <laughs> officiant told me that. He looked at me dead in the eye before we got married and was like, right. we had did a couple's thing with him. And he's like, you, you Jenna, <laughs> you're going to have to tell this to yourself a lot. You are his partner. You are mm. not his parent. And mm. I was like, Oh, like it stung. Like I was like, oh, you don't know what I do, Jonathan. And I was like, (laughs) touche, touche. If I had to like pick one theme through your life and knowing you and like what, like what you have overcome to get where you're at, it would be that every time that you've hit, hit a, a rough patch, you've literally overcome it 10 times stronger and then
0: it's led to success. How? Um, I really work on, I worked on myself a ton. Yeah. So I had to go to pretty intense therapy to get through PTSD, which, you know, um, if you're somebody out there who you think you have anxiety or depression, which is exactly what I thought, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm a clinical social worker. I know what I have. I'm, yeah. I'm anxious. I'm I'm having panic attacks. Let me just pull out this yeah. big ass DSM. DSM let me tell you, kit. I'm gonna just give myself my own <laughs> diagnosis. But I was like, nah, I should probably go see somebody. And so I went and saw a, a clinical social worker, and I was actually really relieved mm. to hear that I had PTSD. Yeah. And if you. It, what we know about trauma now and what we didn't know about trauma before yeah. is that people thought that and I might rattle some cages here so mm-hmm. um but people will say well i have an imbalance mm-hmm. um i have you know uh, um this or that you know and there are there are some imbalances that people have that um can't be adjusted right uh but i it's a crazy high percentage of people that struggle with mental illness that have experience trauma yeah and trauma it trauma to me could yep. be completely different than what trauma is to you oh yeah and it is it is that's the important thing to know is that
1: trauma no matter how big or small is registered yeah. in your mind as trauma yeah that was like the biggest shift Fight that i flight. made Yes, it's go. like me as a seven-year-old could have had a traumatic experience because someone called me fat and it registered and it like sent this whole thing like I got made fun of and I was like everyone laughed at me that is a traumatic experience for a child and I literally could still be holding on to that Mm -hmm. as an adult Mm -hmm. so I think when you say trauma because I want you to keep going sorry to interrupt you um people are like oh I've I've never been overseas I've never been abused to like no I don't have trauma but actually
0: a lot of people I believe are walking around with trauma Yeah, I was like. At first, I was like, "Wait, I'm not like a I'm not a vet." Yes, you know. But then I had been trained in trauma enough to know, oh, and I like stepped back and rather than seeing it as upsetting, I was like, "We got this." Yeah, because your brain can heal, your body can heal, Mm. and so I think starting if you're somebody who wants to start a business. And, you, and you're having panic attacks or you're having these other things or even just believing in yourself um, or how you look at money or your mindset around different things. Like really, really examine how you were raised. Yeah. Really, really examine things that happened to you mm-hmm. and find your avenue. So whether it's hiring somebody or a group or journaling or reading books or podcasts or all of them like yeah. me because I've done all of those. Yeah. Um, you realize that you have to do the hard work, the really emotionally hard work that once you're able, I I see it on people. I when I look at them, I can see mm-hmm. the chains that lay on them. Mm-hmm. So trauma to me is like a chain on top of you. Mm-hmm. And as people work through it, these chains, they they're not who you are. Mm-hmm. You weren't born with them. Yeah. They came upon you through life mm-hmm. and that could be is something as small as something that happened at school or it could be something as big as a death in your family it can yeah. be whatever it is. if you're able to shed those things yeah then you're able to be who you truly are mm. and you're going to be able to believe in yourself yeah and you're going to be able to see everything around you that you didn't see and you're going to be able to take advantage of all the things Abundance around you all the time, mm-hmm. but when you have those chains laying over you, you're mm-hmm. so tired, yeah, because you're carrying them around mm-hmm. all the time, yeah. So when I would first go to uh, therapy, I would be in bed, yeah, for from Friday to Sunday. My mom would come over and get my son so I could do that. And now when I do therapy or journaling or anything, I might get upset for 15 minutes, yes, and I'm able to move past it that fastly, yep. yeah. So. I encourage you whatever av- I don't think that there's one right avenue. I think everybody's can can go through that healing experience yeah. differently and it's it's a journey so yeah. a lot of times it's multiple things. Like working on yourself yeah is the best investment you can make. Mm. Working on yourself. I love you know? that
1: because what you do is you you observe and you're like wow, this is this is this is happening. This is mm-hmm. like this is the way that I'm feeling. This is this is literally holding me back it's weighing me down and holding me back and when you can let go of that you you wipe the slate clean and you have a fresh new canvas that you can then create
0: whatever life yeah. you want and, and manifest journal yeah. write down what you want to become mm-hmm. Like, and when you do that try your hardest to not limit yourself yeah. really really dream dream like the little mm-hmm. six year old Bethany you know? yeah. dream and write it down and I'm going to tell you the universe is going to show up in a way that's even more beautiful and perfect for you than you could have ever imagined. Yep.
1: I always say this or something better.
0: And like once you figure that out,
1: you're mm-hmm. like, holy
0: shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I got the magic sauce. Literally, like, I have the I have this this the magic wand. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. I've been living without this. Yep. And I didn't know. And now I can sprinkle this. Yeah. And I can get whatever I want. based, you know, to it. Yeah. And so it's like, and but in order to have the magic sauce, you got to do the work, yes. you know, so you gotta continue. It. And it's, it's always, it's always something that you avoid, even yeah. when, as you progress, you still kind of yeah. like yeah. skirt around it. So find somebody to hold you accountable, mm-hmm. do it with somebody else, mm-hmm. reach out to Jen, reach out to me. Yeah. I love talking to people about like creating, like, how can I start some movement in my life yeah. towards what I want?
1: I love that. I love that. Where can people find you?
0: So you can find me on Instagram, betterwithbethany. My website is um, betterwithbethany.com. Perfect. I got all that lined up. (laughs) I feel kind of put together. Um, And if you are not in the metro Detroit area and you really would like to find a real estate agent that would fit you, who's going to service you, you can reach out to me and mm-hmm. I will interview agents for you Oh, so good. and find somebody in your area oh, for you. Oh, amazing. So. And if you are in the Detroit Metro area, like not even, I mean like hands down. Yeah. I service, I can work basically anywhere in Michigan. Yeah. So, um, you can find me there. I'm, I'm on my gram probably more than I should be. And, uh, <laughs> same. Yeah. Thanks you. Thank you so much, Jen. Like, <laughs> Oh my um,
1: gosh. I just, I love I love you as a human and I love the impact that you make. Cause a lot of people are like, Yeah, houses. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's so much more than houses. Like the humans behind the house. And that's why you're so successful. That's why you're, you know, top twenty percent. That's why you're number six. That's why you've doubled your income in one year during COVID nineteen. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's why is because you work with the humans and you care about the humans. And that's why you're so successful.
0: Yeah. If I could sell the most houses ever, I never even seen those houses until, because I wasn't allowed to go in them. Yeah. So I said, when people say I can't do something. Yeah. You can do it. If I can switch careers with a a kid and very little money in the bank, you know, and everything else, PTSD, debilitated, all the stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, you can do it. There's really nothing that you are lacking. You have it all inside of you. Yeah. You just have to choose to to turn it on. Yeah. And go with it. And it's scary. But like what's the point of any of this if we if we don't do what we love and mm. if we're not going towards what we love? Like yeah. I'd rather take a little scary than mundane. Yeah, yeah. Comfort's not fun unless yeah, I mean, it's my bed in the morning, right? Or this like amazing blanket that Jen yeah. handed me when we sat down for the podcast. Yeah,
1: we could see us right now. we both are wrapped up in blankets, yeah, and yeah. I love it. Well, yeah. thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Thank, thank you for, you all that you for do. continuing to inspire everyone mm-hmm. around you and attracting um, people that you know. I think when you say like, "Oh, I used to be a teacher," or oh, "I used to be a social worker," that's yeah. so they can identify with that, yeah. and so. I am grateful to just be in your presence as you continue to inspire me too. Thank
1: you. You're the best. Okay, we're gonna go cry now.